this in advance. So once again, if the zombie apocalypse has happened by now, <laughs> we apologize. We didn't know about it. Yep. But and... here we are talking about, um, you know, we just want to give some spiritual encouragement. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, from time to time, it's good to talk about what we're studying or what we're learning about and the lessons that, that God is teaching us. So what have you been reading in the Bible lately? Yeah, so lately I've been in 1 Corinthians, and you know I've been kind of jumping around the New Testament a little bit, um, just trying to read some books that I haven't read in a long time. And it's amazing how much is in 1 Corinthians. There's so many things that you could talk about. But what's interesting, as I'm reading through this again, um, you just see the, the point that Paul is making about the idea of unity. Really, everything that Paul's dealing with, whether it's speaking in tongues or, you know, liberty or uh, marriage, like how that works, uh, he's really talking about how the body works together and the fact, because, you know, it starts off with, you know, the the people were in in, in factions, you know, I, I serve Paul, I follow Apollos, I follow Christ, and he's like, no, 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 we're, we all build on Christ. Um, but then he does talk about this one thing, uh, this idea of liberty, you know, and he says, uh, using his liberty in Christ, he says, knowledge makes, this is chapter 8, uh, verse 1, the end of verse 1, knowledge makes arrogant, but love edifies. If anyone supposes that he knows anything, he is not yet known as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by him. And then he goes through and starts talking about how he is using the liberty that he has, both as an apostle, but just as just a Christian. Um, he uses his liberty for the sake of loving God, for the sake of bringing other people to know God in the gospel, and for the sake of, of finishing well in the gospel. And so he says in verse 13, Therefore, if food causes my brother to stumble, I will never eat meat again, so that I will not cause my brother to stumble. And, you know, I've just been reading through this and thinking through, there's, you know, we talk a lot about rights and things like that. And we just finished our other podcast uh, episode. We finished our manhood episode. And one of the things that I think we do as Christians a lot is we prioritize ourselves. And I'm not saying that we don't have rights. I'm not saying that we don't have um, value or that we shouldn't love ourselves or anything like that. But I think what we do is we wrongly put that first. We wrongly put ourselves first. And that's just idolatry of self. And we are freed from sin. We're freed from ourselves in Christ so that we can live true and abundant lives. And yeah. so I'm just trying to figure out, as God is showing me this, how do I how do I put others first in such a way that uh, that I'm I'm really helping them know God more and live and, and, and have life in him? Yeah, that's what, you know, I, I was reading and studying in Galatians recently and there's kind of parallels there where he talks about, you know, you can't you know, you, Christians are freed from the law, you know, but we're also not freed so we can we can go all the way to the other extreme yeah. and indulge the flesh. And so Paul has this idea that we are free in Christ so that we can live for God. Exactly. And so I think that's a troubling thing for Christians because like, oh, you're free. I can do whatever I, I do want. Anything. Yeah. And that's that's not the idea. It's <laughs> not a it's not a, uh, you know, an idea where we just can walk into sort of like 
well, the big word antinomianism, right? You know, we can't licentiousness or, or yeah, yeah. We, it's mm-hmm. not a license to sin. Yeah, we're also not hamstrung by the law. We're to live in the spirit, and the spirit is going to guide us to bring glory and honor to God. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's exactly what a lot of the letters are getting at. That you know, it's like. We have the gospels that are written to us, and then we have the letters to the churches saying, "Guys, here's here's how this works," and mm-hmm. and it just helps us to stay in Christ, to continue abiding in Christ. That's good, and living it out. That's real good, yeah. So, Brian, tell me about what you've been reading. What's God been doing in your life? Yeah, I've been reading uh, in the Old Testament in First Samuel, uh, looking, reexamining sort of the life of David, and it's so interesting because we think about King David, but there was a long road up to his kingship. Mm. And there was a time where he'd been anointed as king. He had gotten really popular and famous because he slayed Goliath. And um, he had been in Saul's sort of court for a while. And Saul had been getting more and more, further and further away from the Lord. And um, he it even attacked David a couple of times. So David <laughs> flees because he knows Saul is going to kill him because Saul knows he's going to be the next king. He's anointed and his son, Jonathan, the, the quote unquote rightful heir is not going to be king. Yeah. So when he departs from him, he goes to this cave. And I just thought this was so interesting to me because I, I had never noticed this before. I probably read it several times, yeah. but I never noticed it before, but it's almost like, you know, King David is sort of uh, one of those uh, forerunners of Christ, a, yeah. a type of Christ, you know, because he has a great covenant with mm-hmm. God. He's one of the the great six, you know, there's six major covenants. He's one of the big covenant bearers. Um, and in 1 Samuel chapter 22, it says, David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Aldom, where his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down to they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, and everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was bitter in soul gathered to him, and he became commander over them. And there he was with them, about four hundred men. And I love that because David mm. was the spurned king, being chased by the rightful king of Israel. Mm-hmm. But as he was there, who did he gather to him? All the broken people. Yeah. Those ones that were hurting, those people that had been putting heavy burdens on. And that just brought me to Matthew chapter 11, when Jesus said, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. Your yoke is easy. uh, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Once again, we, the broken people, the sinful people, come to Jesus to find rest. Yeah. We find a, a Lord that will not lord over us or or be a be a harsh master, but a loving father mm-hmm. and, a, and a loving master that will care for us. Yeah. And it, those two kind of thoughts just came together for me that David lived this example out, and then we see Jesus much later on kind of reflecting on that, you know, yeah. Jesus, the, the, the ultimate rightful King in the lineage of David. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much there, but it just, how much is there that is spiritual teaching, but it just really gave me encouragement. It reminded me that I'm, I'm to go to Jesus and yeah. Jesus is always calling the broken people to him. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really good. I, I know that's what our world is, is broken, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need is the King. We need the King. And, uh, and that's exactly like you said, that's, that's exactly what David was pointing to. And he lived that out. And then we see that in Christ and he is still ruling and reigning. And, um, and we can still calling broken people to him every day. Yeah. 
And so we got, if you feel broken, you feel like life is hard, go to the king. Uh, he's got some plans for you. That's right. It's going to be good. That's right. He will give you rest. Yeah, so. that's right. Well, cool. that's just some things that we wanted to share that have, the Lord's kind of been teaching us. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, get in the word. Yeah. Find out what God is teaching you. Yeah. Don't rely on other people to feed you. Uh, get in the word and be fed yourself. That's so. right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll, we'll see you later. See you next time. Oh, <laughs> see you next time. <laughs>